0: Welcome to Archetypes and Anarchy, a podcast created by me, Courtney Floyd, and my introduction to fiction students at the University of Oregon in spring of 2018. Episode 14. Revising The Little
1: Mermaid Hi, I'm Bailey Hi, I'm Alex I'm Casey I'm Imani We will be discussing The Little Mermaid Fairy Tale which was originally published in the year 1837 by Hans
2: Christian Andersen in the country of Denmark In The Little Mermaid, written by Hans Christian Andersen the readers follow a 15-year-old mermaid that has patiently been waiting to visit the dry land and observe the human life above she desperately wants to experience the human life, so she turns to the evil witch in the sea and sacrifices her voice and her tail in exchange to obtain legs. Additionally, she meets a prince along the way and wishes to get him to fall in love so she can remain human. Through heartbreak and pain, we see a sense of unconditional love from her sister's efforts to save the innocent little mermaid. However, with failure, the little mermaid turns into sea foam and dies.
3: For my analysis, I chose the retelling of The Little Mermaid, which is the film The Lure, which was released in 2015 and was directed by Agnieszka and written by Robert Ballesto. A really good summary of the musical was found on RogerEbert.com and written by film critic Simon Abrams. The summary is two sisters use their siren-like powers to seduce humans as cabaret singers, But one of them wants to assimilate while the other seems to exist solely to remind her sister how stereotypically voracious teen girls can be. Characters wallow in their isolation, try to get ahead through sex, song, and or murder, then repeat that same cycle of manic effusiveness. The Lure is a retelling of The Little Mermaid that takes on a lot of the concepts from the original Hans is the Little Mermaid, but plays more on the idea that human life is more involved with a harsher, consequence-oriented lifestyle. The Lure is a coming-of-age story that involves two girls maturing and facing the real world and turning into grown women. This means sacrifice, lust or hunger, and blood. The similarities I found to Hans's original story were mermaids, significant voices. The sisters are like children or seen as children in the film and throughout the entire film. One of them falls in love with a man and she sacrifices her tail and her voice to get legs but at the end of the story or the film he marries another woman and the mermaid in love chooses to not kill him even though she was fully capable of doing so and at the very end of the film at dawn, she turns into sea foam and dies. The differences from the Hans' original story were that there were two mermaids instead of just one. They can transition from tail to legs depending on the water, but they don't have any female genitalia. They seem to have more than just their voice, because they can communicate through sonar. One is more cynical and objective while the other is more gentle but impulsive and there are different types of sacrifices like this one of the sisters goes through tail surgery in exchange for female genitalia and she ends up having to use a wheelchair and loses her voice which means she can no longer perform. One of the sisters cares the most for her other sister and Triton also known as the Sea King is a human and mentioned later in the film rather than as one of the main characters in the beginning. One of the sisters follows Triton more than the other sister. There's also sharp teeth involved and they only come in when they're about to eat people and they progressively become hungrier for love and blood. There's no magical godmother or evil witch but just a regular mom that watches over the girls and there's no specific evil villain. I saw that the villain are more of their choices rather than a character or a person. The sisters were exploited and eventually follow the lifestyle of an 80s punk human which smokes cigarettes, drinks alcohol, flirts and sleeps with, and kills the people of the town. The cabaret father basically kills the mermaids and the family throws them into the ocean and they come back to life. The other sister kills the man after her sister turns into sea foam because the the sister-in-love couldn't do it herself. In terms of the Atchison questions, the quote that stands out the most to me was the city will tell us what we need because it definitely shows that the sisters are looking for something new and looking for a different lifestyle and that lifestyle is in the city where all the humans are and they're sort of lost and trying to find themselves and that really shows that they're still kids. The way that it's directed and written stands out to me because of the scenes in the script. The film really emphasizes that the sisters are truly children and exploring this harsher and darker world with cigarettes and alcohol and strip clubs and love and death and many consequences and sacrifices. I get a lot of empathy for the sisters and some confusion due to the scenes that were much more open for interpretation. And I identify with both of the sisters in some ways. Golden was much more cynical and attached and objective and logical, but also cares greatly for her sister's well-being, and Silver was a lot more impulsive and gentle and let herself cave to love and would do anything for love and the happiness of the man she fell for. Overall, I liked the lure. I enjoyed that they kept a lot of the same concepts the original story used, but they added darker and more intense
2: lifestyles to it. I decided to focus on the 1989 animated retelling of The Little Mermaid. In Disney's animation of The Little Mermaid, we see a rebellious 16-year-old mermaid named Ariel who becomes fascinated with life on land. After visiting the forbidden dry land, as stated by her father, King Triton, she falls in love with a human prince. In an effort to be with her newfound love, Ariel makes an uncertain deal with an undersea creature, also named Ursula, in order to become human for three days in which she can spend time with her human prince. When plans go awry for the two lovers, King Triton takes the ultimate sacrifice for his daughter in order for her to accomplish her life goal of finding true love with her human prince. In the end of the animation, Ariel marries the prince and becomes a human forever, which contrasts the original telling of the fairy tale in which the mermaid becomes sea foam and dies.
1: In my analysis, I chose the retelling of Aquamarine, a movie directed by Elizabeth Rosenbaum in 2006. It is about 14-year-old best friends named Haley and Claire, and age directly relates to the original Little Mermaid, who is 15 years old. In the movie, a violent storm occurs, again similar to the original Little Mermaid, in which a storm represents a dramatic change. The girls notice blue hair and a blue tail in a pool. They eventually figure out that this mermaid is named Aquamarine and she is on land because she must prove to her father that love exists or else she will have an arranged marriage at home under the sea. So she ran away in order to find real love. She also reveals that she only has three days to do so. The girls, Haley and Claire, agree to help because it is revealed that if someone helps a mermaid, they will be granted a wish. This is the same aspect of a mermaid having, this is the same aspect of a mermaid and the evil witch having magical powers in the original Little Mermaid. Aquamarine eventually set her eye on Raymond, who is very popular in the town. Claire and Haley have also had a crush on him for years but agree to help but this also relates to the competition that's similar to the prince's other wife or other woman that he marries in the fairy tale. Raymond is also the same guy that Claire and Haley have had a crush on for years. This competition is similar to the fairy tale in which the prince eventually abandons the little mermaid and marries another woman. The mermaid aquamarine doesn't understand that love is an instant or at first sight and she grows frustrated but has to spend time with Raymond in order to catch his attention. The mermaid aquamarine eventually hangs out with Raymond but must leave because her legs will turn into a tail at every sunset. This is also related to the little mermaid because she turns into sea foam at sunset. Raymond does not fall in love with Aquamarine and Aquamarine's father calls her back home through a huge storm in the sea. Through this, Claire and Haley are right by Aquamarine's side and they discover friendship and a love through that. So the father is satisfied to know that love is real and in the end, the girls don't use their wish but they promise to love each other forever.
4: I did my analysis on the loosely adapted live-action movie of the Little Mermaid it came out in 2017 and it was produced by Media and Kingsway and in the film Downton Abbey's star Poppy Drayton, as well as the Royals William Mosley. it's directed by Chris Bouchard and Blake Harris and features performances by Shirley MacLaine Gina Gerson and Loretto Peralta it differs from the original text because it's not undersea, but in Mississippi, and centered around a young girl named Elle and her uncle Cam, who is a reporter. And they set out to find a real little mermaid. And in the film's credits, they give a nod to Hans Christian Andersen. So the mermaid in the new adaptation is seen swimming around in a circus tank, but there's no indication that she washed up on shore, like the text and the original animation. but. Shirley MacLaine is featured as a mysterious woman with special powers, mirroring the evil witch in the text. And a Hans Christian Anderson original fairy tale, it takes a look at the coming of age, but there's not very much of this in the new adaptation and the original text is much darker than the happy-go-lucky disney version and the newly adapted version and the text has a lot more tests that she must pass in order to get what she wants rather than an adventure tale like the 2017 version.
0: Archetypes and Anarchy is produced by me, Courtney Floyd, and researched and written by my spring 2018 Introduction to Fiction students at the University of Oregon. Our theme music is Music Box by The Underscore Orchestra, and our closing music is Wolf, It's Really Rather Rad, by High Arches, both of which are available under a Creative Commons license at the Free Music Archive. Student-selected background music for this episode is Augustine C.'s Little House on the Hill also available under a Creative Commons license at the Free Music Archive.
5: Hear the sound of the wolf that lives in the woods that comes to my back door from time to time. Shake the hand of the sun that burns above, reaches down over everyone. Got your Jekyll and heart, your monster inside, pouring water over your fire. Lion girl, I so, then I need to go back into the woods. I'm told not a single living thing needs to be left out You can find in the god what's missing in yourself There's a spot where back and access connected by the number 9 Can you think in visions And breathe in rhythms Dream an ocean Over your lips It brings a deeper meaning A powerful feeling Brings us the myths we're told And it's only clean water That supports the Things that we're trying to grow Not a single living cell Needs to be left out Finding the garden, what's missing in yourself? Have you seen the way the speaker makes a pattern in the sand when the frequency is just right? Oh man, it's really rather rare.